Welcome to the V Show, where we talk to people who are changing the world for the better. In today's episode, we have with us Shikhar Shivasav, who happens to be a very dear friend of mine and who is an entrepreneur in game development and who I look up to for various reasons now. Hi Shikhar, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It feels great to be here. Shikhar, so uh, before actually starting the interview, I would want to know, like you were into game development projects, then you switched to a job and then recently you also on top of it added a YouTube channel of yours yeah. to promote knowledge and your experience. Yeah. So how do you get such energy to manage all those things man? Well uh, the thing that fuels my passion and the thing that fuels my energy is you know, keep going on, create content because I am an artist, I right. like creating content. So for me game development is an art right. and you know making videos, doing that kind of stuff, doing sound designing, everything is an art for me. So I like going in that direction because I am an artistic person, I like to create content, I like to give back to the world. So making games is one way of me for me to you know put out something in the world to you know put my art and put my thinking into games and then let people enjoy it right yeah. but then what uh, the idea of youtube channel and you know well uh, getting into so many different things well uh, the idea of youtube channel is not something that has come recently it has been in my mind ever since i was in class 10th or 11th okay uh, ever since youtube the platform that started it uh, it intrigued me in a way that you know I wanted to put my own content on it, okay. be it comedy videos, be it uh, you know satire, or be it you know informative videos. So recently I started uh, a YouTube channel by the name of Redshift Videos. Right. Uh, there I put uh, educational content, right. more of more on the stuff of uh, you know space stuff and astronomy stuff because I love astrophysics a lot. Okay. And I like to make videos, educational videos on them, and you know put it out. That's nice. That. So let's start from the beginning. We actually passed out 12th in the same year and then we ended up into colleges yeah. and we were into engineering or something. Yeah. But I know you already started uh, this game development from your first year or second year, I'm yeah, not yeah, really sure. Yeah. And your first game which took you around two and a half years, Adventures yeah. of Baki, yeah. was also a really good success. Yeah. So how did this thing tune up? So, uh, back in my first year of my college, okay. uh, I was into web development. I was okay. making some extensions and stuff. Uh, one of my extensions it was called Flipper. It was very popular. It got me attention in uh, newspapers and you know international dailies and oh, some nice. magazines in, U in UK also. So, that was pretty nice. Okay. After that, I wanted to switch into game development because in, in the year 2014 and in 2015, there was this game called Ori and the Blind Forest on Xbox and okay. PS4. And on Android, there was this game called Monument Valley. I was just casually playing these two games, and you know, these two games actually changed my mind and changed my perception about you know how art and code can work together into building beautiful okay. games. So these two games are what that pushed me into the field of game development because uh, before that I was not very you know, interested into gaming and stuff. But these two games were the uh, pivotal point for me in getting into game development field because uh, you know. For me, game development is you know a beautiful art where art meets code, and then you know, people can you know play those games and uh, you know get themselves entertained. So these two games uh, changed my mind, changed my perception, and uh, after that, I got inspired by Ori in the Blind Forest, that okay. game by Microsoft Studios, uh, and then. On that behalf, on, on learning from that game, I started my own project called Adventures of Buggy. It took me two and a half years of you know tireless effort. 
I was in touch with a Russian friend of mine. She she did some artworks, but most of the stuff in the game was done by me. Uh, all the artwork, all the level designing, all the coding, all the backend, all the sound designing, all the animations, everything was done by me. So, did you have a mentor kind of thing oh, there well, in the college to help you on this, or did you meet any game developers for the same? Or well, you started something on. Well, I didn't have any uh, mentor in the field of game development. Okay. But uh, one of my HODs in in the field of computer science in my college, right. he was actually very supportive. So he was always supportive of me, like me following my me following my passion and you know getting in this field of game development because obviously it's a very niche field, right? Right, definitely. It's, it's a very like uh, very very niche and very small field, and choosing a career in that field is very risk right. risky, right? So for me it was a very a huge risk, but I took that risk, and uh, I still remember that one line that my HOD told me one day, and that line was, "Never take a risk blindly. Always take a risk." on the basis of some calculations always take a calculative risk right. right so that line is always in my mind so i took that risk made some calculations and so far the the risk it has <laughs> it has been paying off it has been turning yeah. right yeah so that's that's how i got into game development and uh, regarding adventures of bucky it was a sole project took me two and a half years to develop and i launched it last year and uh, that game was selected as a showcase finalist uh, in nascom gdc also and that, uh, and I was also selected as a as a chief uh, guest speaker. Yeah, in, I remember you, know, you posting your talk something yeah, yeah. on the web. So yeah. that was pretty fine. That was pretty good. Uh, I think this kind of experience actually encouraging encourages you during the journey, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're not uh, encouraged by you know by the industry people or by the people who are not playing your games, so obviously you need some some sort some sort of approval from the people who are playing your games and some uh, people in the industry. So that was a pivotal point for me because it actually you know pushed me more into this field because you know I knew that I can do something I can right. create my own noise in the industry so that was something that I really wasn't expecting but it happened <laughs> nice yeah. nice I remember talking to you uh, I think during our third year of college yeah. when placements were going on and companies were visiting the, your campus mm -hmm. and then you mentioned you did not even sit for any one of them yeah, yeah. and you actually launched your own company that time Crescent Game Studios mm -hmm. if I remember correctly mm -hmm. and then uh, so although we have discussed about calculative risk and all those things but uh, how was this experience like was this a difficult experience or difficult situation difficult decision to make because then you have all others who are actually dying for a job your parents putting a pressure and like society expects that when you get out of college you have that job and something mm -hmm. so how was this for you so yeah at the time of placement i was facing a lot of questions uh, i was uh, uh, facing a lot of scrutiny from a lot of people because i was choosing a career that was not very sought after right. i was going after becoming an entrepreneur and that also in the game development field that was not something people uh, heard of at that time so i wanted to change that mindset and uh, i had this one thing very clear in my mind that i was not going for a 9 to 5 job so at the time of placements i wrote wrote a letter to my hod you know, clearly stating that i'm not going to sit for any placements and all mm -hmm. so you know i was facing some questions from my parents also but eventually they started supporting me seeing my see my work and see my projects and i had to bring them in confidence saying that you know what i can do and i showed them my skills and stuff so obviously like with greater uh, greater risks uh, there comes an opportunity for greater rewards also but uh, you need to make sure that you know you follow your dreams and don't let the society tell you what you or you should or should not do so that was my main intention during the time of placements coming to the last question for the today's episode uh, what would be your advice to 
a young entrepreneur or to someone who is actually you know trying to pursue his or her interests in the domain which may not be acceptable yeah. or which is not very common and yeah. people need to work out of the box like you what would be your advice well uh, this is not a question that i'm getting for the first time a lot of my young colleagues and my young uh, uh, juniors they always come up to me and ask me this question right. so the only thing that i tell them is follow your dreams but do not go blind after it right so i'm going to repeat that particular sentence that one of my uh, hod said to me take risks but make it calculative do not take you know uh, risks blindly Always. calculated risks calculated risk always and uh, but when you are once once you are following a dream right. you have to make some sacrifices right so you have to you know weigh in the pros and cons and then go in that direction so obviously you will have to face some scrutiny from your parents or from the society but if you are enjoying it then you know can i swear can yeah. can i swear can i use the word fuck it <laughs> so you know, no no <laughs> let's not do so, that so uh, okay so if uh, the society doesn't like it doesn't matter you like it you follow your dream you make sure that the society you know looks up to you in the future and make your make your your know, dream come true so this is what my uh, what i advise to my colleagues and what my advice to my juniors who ever come with this question and i think when i talk to people about such uh, things so the their idea is that it's more about enjoying the process as you said instead of actually going to some place exactly exactly that's one of the major points like i like making games right making a good game is never my intention right. making games is my intention right and during the process you know i make good games so that's that's how my process goes so always enjoy what you do and then when you're doing that thing you will always obviously enjoy that so if you're doing what you enjoy then you will never have to work a single day of your life you'll be enjoying that right every day would be like a vacation the most going. cliched advice but yeah <laughs> that's what that has what been working for me till now right so i think uh, this was a really very wonderful answer and i hope this will help many of us out there yeah. thank you for being with me shikhar today and spending sure. your time sure. Sure. thank feels you feel yeah. great uh, this is my first episode and shikhar is like my brother i would want him to end this episode Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in today's episode of V Show. I hope you guys really like this content because in the future also, uh, I think Weber will be putting out uh, we'll such content. Yeah, yes. he'll be putting out such uh, interviews with entrepreneurs and uh, uh, you know maybe CEOs and co-founders and stuff. So I hope you guys really like this content, and uh, in the future also, he'll be putting out such content. Thank you.